0: To the Weed Society Film Podcast. My name is Isabella, and my favorite movie is Arsenic and Old Lace. My
1: name is Joanne, and my favorite movie is The Philadelphia Story. My name is Bob, and my favorite movie is American Werewolf in London.
0: There you go. Welcome.
2: It's <laughs> a so Halloween it. episode. Woo-hoo. I know, yeah. <laughs> Except
0: for Philadelphia Story. What was <laughs> yeah. yours? Arsenic and Old Lace. Oh, yeah. I should have thought of a Halloween one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This episode actually will come out on Halloween. So That's happy fun. Halloween if uh, you're listening. Happy yeah.
1: Halloween to Spooktacular. those who celebrate.
0: <laughs> Spooktagular. For those who don't know, our newest guests on the podcast are my parents. And Max is not here uh, this week, couldn't make it, unfortunately.
1: What are we talking We're going to have a great show anyway.
0: Yes. <laughs> Max will be back next week, um, yes. perhaps talking about Barbarian. I Do you guys want to just get into the movie? Heck yeah. yeah, I do. Okay. So what did we watch for today?
1: Amsterdam. Amsterdam. And we and we did it like that on purpose because that's what they do in the movie. <laughs> we didn't. One person says Amsterdam, and then the other person says Amsterdam. 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 Yeah. True. So uh, we were just lovingly gazing at the camera when we were saying
0: that. It's
2: just Amsterdam. One of the hokiness things True. in the movie.
0: Wait, first of all, usually we like to read a synopsis. I got it. You
2: got it? I do. There you go. Amsterdam, directed by David O. Russell. It is 134 minutes long. Let the love, murder, and conspiracy begin. In the 1930s, three friends, a doctor, a nurse, and an attorney witness a murder, become suspects themselves, and uncover one of the most outrageous plots in North American history. That's it. That's the entity of the...
1: Okay, well, I feel like that setup sounds like a great movie. Yeah. Spoiler. It's a good
0: log line. Or, like, it's a long (laughs) log line. But, like, it's a good pitch for, like, trying to get you to see it. Yeah, I guess. I think it's a great pitch. It worked on
2: me. We were driving in the car saying, what shall we see? And we looked it up and said, that sounds good. Let's go.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's got... So many A-list actors. Oh, my God. Literally every person yeah. who ever existed. <laughs> like I was swayed because of the actors, TVH, because Christian Bale is one of my favorites, and John David Washington, one of my faves, Margot Robbie, mm, so T. Nice. Swift. I don't really know her as an actress, but she has a new album, so there's that. Oh,
2: she did. I mean, she did perfectly, because it it's...
0: I would disagree with that. <laughs> okay. Well,
2: she played into the hoax.
1: What, why would you disagree, Mom? I would disagree. Well, she's only in it for like three minutes, probably. But first, I didn't recognize her, and then I was, the, then I was looking at her, and I was like, "Is that Taylor Swift?" And I that's thought, I thought to myself, "Well, this person can't act at all. So maybe that is Taylor Swift." <laughs> and then, like, she continued to act pretty poorly, and I was like, I'm, "I'm, pretty sure that's Taylor Swift." So I was surprised though when it, when it dawned on me really that it really was her, because I was like, she seems so like emotive in her um music music yeah. that i thought that she'd be a better actress you know she I was pretty like surface Justin, level like on a,
0: like all of hers i'm the swifties are gonna come for you for saying that yeah you better be but, careful swift mean what it's saturday night live so oh okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, i i think yeah it wasn't like a deep performance or anything but i also think that the movie like a lot of the performances weren't that deep
2: but I, know. I, I... I think she would... Wait, back to Taylor Swift. She okay. was just following the direction of act like you're, like, quippy, like, uh, 30s used guys, that type of thing, like... like
1: Maybe her, we can't tell her skill as an actress because of the poor direction I think that by that's David probably, o Russell. I think that that's exactly <clears throat> wait, it. She told people to act
2: as comic as you could.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, let's just... I mean... There's no way to hide it. Uh, it's not a good movie, but I will say, <laughs> I will say, there's a lot of good things that I can say about the movie, which is that I feel like all these actors who are the best actors we have in America, practically, oh, in mm. um, or yeah, mm. well, they're they're great, but I thought they each really gave it their all, and I feel like they really did. Good performances given the really horrible script that they were given and the bad direction. I feel like that. I'm like, I'm not going to blame any single one of them. They were yeah. all great. Right. They were phenomenal. And a couple other things to compliment while we're on the positive side. Cool. The set direction and the costume, yeah. hair, and makeup design yes. was top notch. Yeah. I mean, like, this movie looks expensive. It was expensive. But it looks it. It is gorgeous. And I hope that, I don't know what else is going to get nominated for Best um, Costume. It just, I mean, the mm-hmm. dresses alone, I know yeah. that, like, even the material looks expensive. Right. Like, everything about it was so lush and gorgeous. Yeah. I feel like that was a, a home run out of the park, out of the park. Both, uh, both mm, of the, the settings the... are perfect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Set seems design like,
1: really yeah. well done.
2: I, I. I I wouldn't agree with mom that it's totally a bad movie i would say it has redeeming qualities it really lost me in the beginning and and it had me for a little bit for a while and then it lost me at the end a little bit but
0: yeah what did you think bella i was bored i was was quite bored it was long it was confusing yes i mean it's beautiful to watch i love gorgeous always love christian bale i was just really confused I
1: agree, and that's not you. It is a horrible script, and it's a very meandering story, and mm-hmm. like, what I was thinking to myself about this, because I had to read about it later, because I was like, how do you put all of those great things together in mm-hmm. one movie and still end up with a bad movie? Right. I would say that, It says it's based on a true story. Intriguing. Yeah. Turns out it's not at all based on a true story. (laughs) I mean, it's like one little tiny fraction. It's a
2: speech that the guy gives. Yeah. That's about it.
1: And then all this other stuff is added on. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of like, well, then why um, do you even say that? Like, you you know, just like use that as a jumping off point for a a fictional story. 2022, everybody's going to look up the story afterwards. Yeah, right. But I, I also think that like they... He's trying to go for something here. And like Dad said, it's like a very stylized, uh, yeah. like nineteen thirties style. So like the the way they talk is so fast. And it's like, you know, they're like and it's yeah. like that mid Atlantic accent. Right. And they're trying to go for that sort of like you know, nineteen thirties like who done it movie. Yeah. Um, but they don't lean into that enough that it really works.
0: Yeah, what I would say with that is like I have been thinking a lot about period pieces in, like, that are being made right now, and, like, the casting process, because it's so difficult, like, there's two routes to take with period pieces, you could go with, like, how we remembered it, or you could go with, like, what it actually was like back then, and it feels very weird for for me, I think I had the same problem with The Crunch Dispatch, is when you take these actors who are like very well known and people know their faces and they look very modern. And then you make a story where the set is immaculate, the the costuming is immaculate like they're trying to go for this cartoony way, mm-hmm. but they don't look they look like just like 2022 20, people. It it like always throws me off. I think that's always a problem that I tend to have. That's why I encourage people who are making period pieces to hire like like F list actors or like maybe yeah. even non actors. Never, never yeah, yeah. It's always it's always better. I,
2: think. I thought that they were too much. Uh, so Christian Bale's got the scar on his face. There are too many people with scars on their faces. <laughs> it was over the top with that.
0: Are it, there like was no need
2: who's... for that at all. They were
0: war veterans. War veterans. Right? War, yeah, they
2: were war veterans. I get it, but it just it seemed hokey. Like yeah. way, everything seemed like a gimmick, and mm. then they weren't consistent with the gimmick. Yeah. Well
1: it did seem like a gimmick but like somehow when wes anderson does this kind of stuff right it's like, it's like so over the top exactly. that you're like okay that's funny yeah but this was not quite that far so it was like this guy's glass eye keeps popping out mm-hmm. and um it's christian bill's second movie with a glass
0: eye i noticed that as that. well What's and the first one? big short yeah the glass oh, eyes yeah.
1: and now like a shtick it's like it's like meryl streep with the glasses
0: <laughs> she, I've she never does thought
1: about that. Glass acting glasses, yeah, yeah, glasses acting glasses where she acting, like takes yeah. her eyes and glasses off. For Christopher glass eye yeah, acting. Yeah, glass eye for Christopher <laughs> But um yeah, it's like it wasn't you know, he was working like that guy he earns his paycheck. But uh yeah, he was always. working it. But uh it, was I, I, it wasn't it wasn't that it wasn't that I think if a different director filmed it and could really s- edit this and or, or the script could pull it together in a way that made it really funny, it could have been a funny thing. But it was like just kind of you. I don't know. Like you had the cast of how many people was it? Bella like twenty? Oh,
2: it's ridiculous. Really, Christian Bale, Margot Ravi, John David Washington, Robert De Niro,
1: Anya Taylor Joy, Rami Malek, Chris Rock. I mean, holy cow! Amazing cast, and yeah. don't
0: forget um, Mike Myers. Mike Myers,
1: yeah, right? Yeah, Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. all him. kinds of people. It was Taylor Swift. Which yeah. Is, you guys again, met Matt, Mike, Mike Shannon, right? Yeah. yeah. Mike, Mike Shannon invited me to I dinner. We had car. a really nice conversation, actually. <laughs> 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 anyway, we did. We were standing outside the Shakespeare Theater. Well, I went and got the car. So, yeah, like, I'm standing outside the theater waiting, and this guy is standing next to me, very tall, I don't know. I was like, great show, you know? And then he's like, yeah, yeah, it was really good. And then I look over at him and I was like, wait a minute. What do I know you from? I know you. And he's like, uh, you know, it was kind of like, I don't know. And I was like, oh, you know what it was? You were in a movie I saw recently. Anyway, so yeah, we started talking and then I was like, so like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, well, my wife's in the play. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. You know, we talked about which character she was and everything. I was like, that is fantastic that you're out here supporting your wife like that. And he's like, well, this is what we do. Like when I'm working, she comes, you know, she takes time off and comes with me with the kids and her mom travels with us. And, um, and then when she's got a play or something, then I take time off and I go with her, with the kids and Revolutionary Row. That's the movie that he was in. Yes. And, um, I was like, that is amazing. Like, I love that you guys support each other's careers like that. So you can each, like, you know, get ahead and everything. So anyway, we just started talking about life and family and things like that. And he's like, what are you, what are you guys doing now? Like, I was like, oh, I'm waiting for my husband. And I, he said, do you, well, the cast and my wife and I, are we're all going out to dinner. Do you, do you want to come out? And I was like, "Oh man, I would love to," but yeah, we're driving. Man. Yeah, we're driving my husband's mom home, so I don't think we can
0: what go. What the heck? I know. I put, put <laughs> her in oh her damn
1: with a wheelchair. <laughs> yes. He was like,
0: "Oh, like we had a really." I would have
2: wanted to go back, back to lost the show. where we are. In the Show. We
0: were talking about the cast.
2: So the cast is. It is hard, and Ronnie there There's a good twist in it. In that, in that, that.
0: Part the
1: end. It. Yeah. Yeah. And the, Margot
2: Robbie,
1: you know... They were all great. Yeah. It's pretty hard to say what went wrong except... The script and the directing. Yeah,
0: I, I wonder what ended up editing, on the
2: editing floor is what I
0: was trying to yes. think. Like, I was interested by the editing... I think I was interested mostly by the cinematography. And it's good. Because they... Yeah. There's, like, certain scenes where it's, like... I don't know. They were very intentional with it. Um, and usually editing is this thing where you don't want it to be noticeable. But... I, so I liked those individual aspects, but as a whole, I, I, I mean, a confusing movie is basically up to the script and editing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's going to get either lost in one or both.
2: Do you think it needed that, like, beginning and then, wait, you need to know the backstory?
0: Yeah.
1: I, don't know. I mean, That, that was like a, such a
2: hokey thing. It Why was did they do so
1: that? dumb. And that's the thing. It's like we walked into the theater maybe a few minutes late, and, Maybe
2: two or three at the and most.
1: And I was like, you know, you worry. Because sometimes those first five minutes are like critical in a movie. Mm. We got in and I'm like, dad's like, I don't know, getting popcorn or something. I don't know what he was doing. But it's like... We're like ten minutes into this movie, and and he comes and sits down. I'm like, you haven't missed anything. <laughs> Literally, the story hasn't even started. Yeah, yet. I wasn't actually that late. I stood in the back. It was so dark, I couldn't see you. I don't. So even... I, I was like, where are you? Who cares? But like, <laughs> well, you're saying I missed
2: that much. I didn't miss that. Much.
1: You well, regardless, it didn't matter because it yeah. was um, like nothing had happened. It's like, what in the world? So yeah, I blame the script for sure, and I blame the director, and certainly the editor. Probably, you're right. But yeah, it's a just to tell the story a little bit more. So it's uh, surrounds three characters. It's Christian Bale who um, took over a uh, like heading a platoon. It was an all black platoon, which is actually a true, real platoon that they based it on in World War One. And he was a doctor. He was a doctor, but he ends up being the head of the platoon and. Um, uh, in the platoon was John David Washington, phenomenal, phenomenal actor from um, Black Klansmen and Chris Rock, and a number of other people. But the, those are the two that stay with you through the story. And turns out, you know, they go through war. Somebody tries to kill uh, some German tries to to kill them, and John David Washington saves Christian Bale's life. And so, and they're both in the hospital afterwards, and they just have formed this lifelong pack.
2: And Margot Robbie is the main nurse there, right? But that hospital is in Belgium. I think it's in Belgium.
1: Yeah, it is in Belgium. Yeah. So that's how they form this this sort of friendship. But Margot Robbie and John David Washington like fall in love, and they have a really nice, like a beautiful. They chemo- go to
2: Amsterdam together. That's why it's Amsterdam. called
1: Amsterdam. That's the weirdest. Like, no, yeah, they do go to Amsterdam. and But John David Washington and Margaret Robbie have a beautiful chemistry, didn't they? I thought they had a really nice chemistry on on the... Uh, um, oh, you didn't think so? Well, I thought it was okay.
0: I wasn't, like, compelled
1: Oh, I, I was. I, I think I was just,
0: like... Bored with the movie. Yeah. I liked it. I think you're right.
1: Well, I, I, I love all three of those lead actors. And then you have this wonderful cast of supporting characters and they are characters oh we didn't even mention um the big actor at the end um anyway so all of these then we start getting into a very they have this wonderful time in amsterdam and then we start getting into a very convoluted story when they come back and it's between world war one and world war two and the rise of fascism and nazism and um Germany, but then also attempted fascism in America. And I think that's why this script got greenlighted. Because it's...
2: Comment on current America.
1: Yeah, it's a commentary on how capitalism and big business like, wanted to, back in the early 30s, wanted to take uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, this is the true part of the story, out of office and insert a retired general to, you mm-hmm. know, basically, you know, do their bidding. and like a military coup. Like, yeah, that's what they wanted. And they thought they could get all the soldiers to go along with this general. And the general, very bravely, um, you know, said no and then gave a speech to the... Um, the U.S. Senate, Senate. U.S. Senate, yeah. yeah. So, like... It's a good story and a good cautionary tale, but they, meanwhile, they, they interspersed all these other subplots and stories. Like, who are all these people, Bella? Like, some of the different groups. I have no idea. It was Mike Myers and... Clue. and
2: so those clue. So that was made up. I was up. very that, confused. That was, Those were CIA guys or OSI or OSS, whatever the thing was called. And, yeah, I mean, I, like, all that stuff, it was... It, it, it was so hokey in so many ways, and they stuck in these circuitous things i did i liked the part when they were in amsterdam and the three of them were together but that reminded me particularly of the the trio in the sun also rises i thought that's that's, it's like it's a book oh it's a ripoff of that so i thought that wasn't very great and
1: there's no purpose to that it was delightful that they were there and it was a great like vibe and little story there but literally has nothing to do with the plot other than that's how they got to be friends. And we spent how long? Like a half an hour in Amsterdam? And, mm-hmm. like, it has nothing to do with the plot. Exactly. <laughs> Except
2: they, they go there, they meet there, they create this super bond there, and then they, um, they in the end, they go back to Amsterdam. So, I mean, that's about it.
1: No, they don't.
2: No, the, Yes, they do. They get on the boat and go back to Amsterdam. Not the three of them, but the two of them.
1: Remember, he said, they said we're going back to Amsterdam, and he said, no, you're going someplace else. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. So it is, you're right. Please. So, what a
2: silly name. I don't know how long it took to make knives out, but I thought it was an attempt at being super yeah, convoluted I saw like knives out, vibes. and they were trying to tie it together in this way, which didn't work and then they added all these
0: isn't Michael Shannon also in Knives Out he is. yes he yeah. totally okay. is. that's
1: yeah. why I think I thought yeah. it was like Knives Out it's really? very it's it's like it's trying to be like Knives Out and that's it's, exactly. and it's yeah. trying to be like a Wes Anderson film the new
0: Knives Out comes out in Christmas I look forward <gasps> to it. I, love I am one. dying up. apparently it's better than the first one ah. it's, the first one is literally one of my favorite movies oh, I that love that watch. movie I love yeah. that movie so that's I cannot cool.
1: wait to see the second and that's how you do that period piece right and even the shticky it's silly it's like madcap screwball comedy kind of thing but like but also a mystery but that's yeah. how you do it right this did it all wrong yes it did and it makes me sad to say that because I actually really think all the performances oh. were good well
2: so I don't know I was thinking we talked about it a couple things at dinner um one it, it's like the Ishtar the Heaven's Gate of today the movie that everybody was looking forward Ishtar. to Ishtar
0: Ishtar you've seen Ishtar I hate yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's so funny. Not actually, that's one of
1: Grandma Cody's favorite movies.
0: Really? Of course it is. Oh my god, that makes me But so
1: much you
2: know, it's, it. it's like a movie was expected to be um, great and wasn't great. Yeah. Same with Heaven's Gate. And then, then there yeah. was that Howard Hughes movie, too. It was the same type of thing. And I can't remember what it is. It's like Angels Over. I
1: actually, something. you know, weirdly was bad but as like one of those camp movies that you like because it's so bad later, I think Ishtar kinda of grows on you. I didn't hate this movie.
2: I actually want to see it again to see what I, I, I may like it a second time but I'm not paying for it. I always, right. Yeah. But these are
1: your famous like really expensive Hollywood flops. I'm
0: glad I didn't pay for it.
2: <laughs> oh I didn't no mind. Idea. It was a distraction. It was nice. It wasn't it wasn't this horrible movie? yeah.
0: I mean, yeah no I'm not, not, not sad that I
2: saw it. Not I actually sad I saw it no, I mean there, I, there are a couple movies in my life where I thought, man, I'm not getting those two hours back. But this one. Wait, name
0: a movie. Like,
2: <laughs> the <laughs> wedding, which is I, I saw this like I've when I was very young, ago, like... and it was, and I remember
0: going, oh my god, that was the worst thing I ever saw in my life.
1: <laughs> Wait, do you have a movie like
0: that, Val? Nah, I watch too many movies. Most of them, I'm like bleh, but like bleh. I, if I you, like most if you of them. Get, into a movie enough so you can find what to love about it same but... about
2: books you ever read a book you didn't like I mean hopefully you put it down and don't finish it right exactly <laughs> like
0: all the movies that I didn't like I probably just didn't finish or whatever. Yeah. yeah but
1: yeah I don't know There were th- I'm not sorry I saw it either in fact I would see it again just to analyze it yeah exactly. um, because I think that there are things to really like about it and uh, I just think you know I, oh guess what I found out about this movie what couple things one, it's when I say loosely based on a true story, it's only one little piece that's a true story. The rest of it's a bunch of beloney. It's, it's <laughs> but um, anyway, a couple of fun facts I learned. One, Christian Bale said that he could not speak to Chris Rock on set. Because, and so he, you know, because Christian Bale's a very method actor. Yeah. And he, so he avoided him the entire time, except when they were in scenes performing together. Because, and then somebody interviewed him and said, like, why? Like, and he said, because he's so damn funny. Like, (laughs) every time I'm in his presence, I'm cracking up. And so he gets me out of character and I can't, so I just can't, like, do it. So I thought that was kind of cute. And I imagine they just had, must have had a blast. Exactly, all those, it looked
2: like it was so fun to make. All those yeah. people yeah. on
1: set, what talent and so much fun! fun and um, and just as an aside, before I go into the other fun fact, I thought Michael Shannon and Mike Myers looked like they were <laughs> having a blast <laughs> yeah. together. Those two, they were, um, they played characters that were um, one was a MI six. Mike Myers was like MI six, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, and, um, and they were um, pretending to be uh, business people, and also they literally were both really into ornithology. And then there's, like, this really funny sort of aside <laughs> about, like, how it's, like, a slightly unethical, the way that they uh, study birds and yeah, stuff, which is just, just part of yeah. their... That was actually kind of a funny aside. And I do think that Mike Myers did a little bit of, it, like, improvisation with Michael Shannon and some of their back-and-forth dialogue, but... The, it looked like they were genuinely, like, getting such a kick out of being in the scenes together. You wonder if how much of it was improvised, just, like, things I, like that. There I probably okay. was more than...
0: Well, there, have you guys heard anything about David O. Russell? Uh, no. I was
1: going to go there. Let me do my other fun okay. fact, and then go ahead, let's go, go there. Let's go there, because I was going to ask you if we could say that. <laughs> I don't okay. know anything, so I... Second... You... Okay, this is a perfect segue. Uh, second fun... F- or really, third fun fact. So, I was like... What a terrible script. I mean, you got a nugget of a good story here. You've got like, even the period piece, I could get into that. If you had a good like, script writer, or maybe you fire the first one and then you get another one to rewrite the script, and you might have to fire that one too, and then get another one just to get it to a point that you could make a decent movie. So I was like, who the heck wrote this script? Take a wild guess. Wait, seriously?
0: Who wrote the script? The script writer?
1: Yeah concept in the script oh you told me that.
0: quentin tarantino
1: uh great guess <laughs> uh the answer is no it was david o russell and christian bale over dinner over the course of like five years okay so like i'm like yeah, oh I thought, okay. I
0: thought he did it but then you were like name the I thought it was going to be
2: someone... Different. I was like, yeah, of course it's going to be David O. Russell, but then maybe not, because you said that. No. Uh, I g- agree. Well, I, I actually
1: knew the answer, and I couldn't... I thought... Yeah. Well, should. here, here's why I said it, obviously. It's because, like, you know what? It was clearly somebody that's a little too in love with their own yep. yeah. genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I said Tw- Quentin Tarantino.
0: Yeah.
1: Because, like, he's like that, too, where yeah. you're like, okay, you're a little... You need PTA. a... PTA. Yes. Totally. That
0: Paul, Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh yeah, 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 totally. Uh,
1: yes, that's a perfect example. So I'm like, that makes some sense now.
2: What? No, oh, okay. Listen, I do not know David O. John. John what's his name? <laughs> David O. Johnson
0: and David O. Russell. David O. Yeah, let's David, start calling I, I, him David O. Johnson.
2: No, no, I don't want to change some of his name. David O. Russell. No, Mom's wait. like No, I, I'm <laughs> talking about the, the name change. You guys are not helping me out here.
0: We don't know what, you what you're talking about. David yeah. Russell. The name. David Russell. David O. Russell.
2: Russell. No, no. John David Washington. His name is... It's got a David in there. Okay. But John David Washington. I don't know him. His soft voice is a little off-putting to me.
0: I love his voice. I do, too. That was a big part of Black Handsman.
2: I I loved it in the movie Black Handsman. In this one, I thought it didn't fit in with the sticky stuff.
1: Mm, uh, I thought he was. Great. I
2: liked it. He's good. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a good Washington or actor and <laughs> good Washington. Of yeah, well, all
0: the Washingtons there are,
2: <laughs> John David <laughs> is Cut the best. Isn't he Cut the son
0: out. of? Um, <laughs> no, he's the son of someone famous. If he up. is, I will literally die
1: right now. Hey, he
2: played college at. he played college football at Morehouse College.
0: Hey signed so he up the St.
2: Louis Rams so he was a real football player. His father is He
0: says Denzel, Denzel yeah. Shut up. Shut. Yeah, up. because uh, no. Denzel worked with Spike Lee a lot and Spike Lee went to Morehouse College.
1: That's right, Spike Lee did go to Morehouse. Um oh my you didn't know
2: that? I didn't know it either. Yeah. Voice is so different that there's no
1: way I'd associate no, the two. No, the voices
2: are kind of
0: similar. No. no, the voices I get. I did watch a lot of Denzel Washington. Movies. Like, it,
2: have you ever seen Denzel Washington be soft and gentle the yes. way he is? Yes. Yes. Malcolm X. I love that movie, but I don't uh, think so. Mo like, Better Blues. Yeah. yeah maybe there. Maybe that, that's a lot of
1: years for me. All right. Anyway, back to the show. Oh, we never talked about David O. Russell. Okay. Oh. Bella, bring the heat.
0: I don't know all that much, like,
1: what? She's about to tell you.
0: I don't know a lot of, he has a very intense directorial style. I've never seen any of his other work. I only know what the actors he's worked with have said about him, which is that he's very, like, demanding on set, and also, like, he will do, a lot of times, he'll just, like, throw random lines, he'll hear, like, switch lines, or, like, he'll be, like, okay, Margaret, you say this line, Christian, you say this line, like, just switch. And, like, all the time, like, it's just, like, a very intense atmosphere. That's all I know. But it, I think that, as an actor going into that, would be a very difficult thing. Um, If you're used to, like, preparing all your lines and, like, understanding your character and you're, like, wait, but my character wouldn't say that line. So it's just, like, I don't know. Maybe that made... The performances is maybe a little bit weird.
1: That's a really good point. And I actually did a deep dive on this. And he is like a super bad guy. Like he there's a viral video out there of him with Lily Tomlin, one of the old time greats on set with her and he started calling her all kinds of bad words
0: yeah he's been known to be be very abusive
1: very abusive and he's like swept off a desk and like threw a stapler or something and like like interns are like cowering in the corners and stuff and actually like a number of other um sets he's i think he was accused of choking george clooney or punching him or something And um, berating, uh, you know, low-level, like, crew. It's crazy how much
0: people can get away with when it's in the name of cinema.
1: Right. And then people are like, oh, he's a genius, so he Mm -hmm. can get away with that. But it's... Because I bet in
0: his mind, he's like, oh, this is how I get them the best performance. Exactly. But then you're like, no, this is their work. Like, it's kind of how I think about, like, how... The only method actors are men. And (gasps) it's like an excuse to be like an asshole. Yeah.
2: Yeah. For
0: like months. And then you just snap out of it. You're like, oh, I was just preparing a role. I'm like, okay. But people have done that without all the horrible abusive shit that you did anyway. That's such
1: a good point. I didn't even think about that. But that's true. Yeah, and I think he does think that it brings out the best in people, but really it just it, it like he's been accused kind of, of
0: scary a you know?
1: toxic work environment. Yeah. Um for a lot of time. And you know he's had some good films. He had The Fighter, we love that movie. Also Christian Bale. Um he had uh, what was the other ones that know,
2: we watched it. we looked it up. It
1: was a um bunch. he's had a number of like hits. He's also had a number of flops, so it's not like you're that much of a genius guy. No, no, like no, I mean, <laughs> last movie
2: did, made was a huge flop. It said something about joy. I didn't see it, but
1: oh yes, we did see it. That was the one about that woman that was selling um, mops on QVC. I saw it, that. Yeah, Silver Linings Playbook book. He did oh, that. that. Was good. I liked he that. did that. Yes, yeah, I did like that. Okay. And so he's he works with some of the same actors.
0: She just fell asleep. She's so cute. Uh,
1: he works with some of the same actors over and over, um, but. Like, other actors have said, you know what? Like, she's tough enough to handle that. I am not that tough. Or, you know, like, Christian can deal with that kind of stuff. It's not my thing. So I think he drives some people away, too. Mm-hmm. And
0: Yeah. Because Christian Bell's also very intense. Yes. In his acting work. Um,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, he knows that. But. And what was the girl's name that's the lead in Silver Linings Playbook? Um, uh,
0: Jay Law.
1: Yes, Jennifer Lawrence, and she's and she was also the lead in Joy.
0: Not to be confused with Jude Law. <laughs> That's true. Or Jay Love.
1: Or J Lo. Yeah. So I think certain actors can deal with it, and then others are like, "Yeah, not my bag, baby." So, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I I learned that, and I was like, already I don't like this guy. Yeah. So
0: he's in the sphere of directors and writers who are like very much on thin ice. I'm like. I'm not gonna support you, but please don't fall. Cause sometimes when they get it right, they get it like really right. Like Paul Thomas Anderson's on that list. Yeah. And I'm like, I do not want to support you, but sometimes you can make a really good movie. So. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But not always.
2: That. I mean, there's some exactly stinkers. right.
0: Hopefully, he gets his act together. But uh...
2: Well, some some people lost a lot of money off this movie.
0: Yeah, because it's getting horrible reviews. Yeah, well, it's because it's not good. Because it's not good. <laughs> That's
2: kind of... I mean, I, I actually... You guys compare... Both of you compared it to The French Dispatch, which I loved. I could watch that again right now. I thought it oh, was I great. It was really French French fun Dispatch. to watch. But I, I guess I'm into the... Wes Anderson gimmick, I don't know. I like it. Well, it's you're talking to the biggest... It's, it's more, way refined. more. It's 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 consistent,
1: too. This one tries a bunch of things and doesn't isn't consistent with the whole thing. I learned something else when I was sneaking around about this movie. So, um, they knew it was a bad movie. And when they thought, when the festival circuit started, they were going to show at the Toronto Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And then they, they were like, no, nope. mm, better not, because yeah. then people would know how bad it was. People so they're like, see it, yeah. right? They're like, we're just gonna take our well, chances. A and wouldn't have gotten one. We're, we're gonna take our chances and we're just gonna put straight out to theaters and hope that the big names on this Which get it, people. It, like, it will. It worked for me. Worked work. for me too. <laughs> yeah, me, that's
0: why I saw it.
1: Yeah. So that was a smart move, but they knew it was a bad movie. Yeah. Uh, that's so a bummer,
0: Because it could
2: have been good It,
0: it could have been Yeah And that's something That you should be able to realize From an editing standpoint Like early on Yeah And you could have taken Another year with it. Somebody was
2: chicken so He was probably yelling Do it this way Yeah And, and some, the of, editor
0: was probably like I'm out yeah. Probably quit and They might have
2: Yeah Or and at so, least just said I'll take my paycheck And make a crappy movie Yeah I
1: guess. Yeah maybe I could see that Happening Because that would Actually make it make sense Right Yeah mm. And they were over budget. They started this thing before the pandemic. They had scattered out locations in Boston. They were going to shoot in Boston. And then the pandemic happened. And then all the Hollywood stars said, you know what? We don't feel comfortable flying across the country and working in another city. So they had to relocate to film in L.A. where everybody lived. And so the stars, uh, that was, I guess, the reason that this went so over budget um the stars themselves cut their rates like christian bale worked for i think for scale and um everybody took like really small salaries to be able to be in this film with everybody else and so it was really about like location delays because of the pandemic blah 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 and obviously they spent some money on the set design and costumes and stuff like that but um that's, that's, what, they needed a hit and in order to make back that money, and I think, I think you're on to something about this editor bit, because that would make sense. Somebody's you can just... make
0: a breaker movie in another living room. You can make a really good movie out of crappy footage and crappy actors. Mm. Well, I mean, you need good actors, usually, but, I don't know, I was just very interested, because it is long, you could cut a lot, a lot out of it. You could cut 40 minutes out of that. Yeah. I, I
2: I bet you if you made this into a mini series and you kept all that extra, footage, oh, just, it might have been great. so much. Better. It would do great. Yeah. I yeah. think
1: that would have been a smart move. Because
2: I bet you it probably had footage that was good that was dropped on the floor.
1: Yeah. You know what the thing is? Here's here's the problem, and it would get in full circle here, but it's his ego. That's his problem. His the ego. Yes, David yeah. O'Russell. It's like the script. He should have had uh, external people, like yeah. really giving him honest feedback on that. He should have, you know, like you said, like, worked with an editor that's a good editor to get this thing chopped down. Maybe he should have pivoted and turned yeah. it into a HBO miniseries. He, sh- he should have done a lot of things, but his giant ego mm-hmm. would not well, Christian might have been along
2: with that. I mean, who wants to tell Christian Bale he's got a bad idea? Christian Bale, I really respect almost every... This is... Like, what other movies is he in that I don't think he's very good?
1: He's perfect in everything. He's so good. So, but I do, I, I think that, yeah, it's his own fault. I'm going to say David O'Russell. Okay. Let's blame it on him. So,
0: do we want to give our rate I, Yes.
2: Okay, I did. You know what's funny?
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I looked at Joanne Mom the other day at that dinner, and I said, you know, I think I'm going to go back. I think I gave it a three. I think I got to go to 2.5. I <laughs> went back, and I looked, and I had already gone to 2.5. I really? felt like I was going to have to go lower, but I don't think so. In my mind, and everybody's got their own rating <laughs> scale, but in my mind... Two point five means it's not a complete waste of time, but it's not great. Like yeah, t- like I don't feel bad that I saw it. I liked it, I thought it was interesting. But it's not it's not well done. So I would yeah. I went two point five. Bella,
0: my rating on Little Box said two point five yawn. <laughs> That's it. You're such a good writer. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> that sounds about right. I was
1: gonna give it a two. Oh! Uh, okay. We-
0: maybe i should lower mine but
1: no now well. i'm thinking i now peer pressure i'm thinking i should raise mine to 2.5
0: because
1: yeah. i literally started this podcast by saying there's a lot that i liked i literally liked everybody's performances i'm a big cheerleader for those people and i loved the set design and i loved the costume and i just hated the script and i hated
0: the director it's got an average two and a half rating, so that's about right. Yeah, that's yeah. a really low average, like crazy low for Letterboxd. Yeah. yeah but yeah, so that's Amsterdam. Now we're going to get into our recommendation section you ever wanted to be able to nominate or vote in ceremonies like the oscars or the emmys have you ever loved a feature so much only for it to be swept under the rug because i know i have well worry no more because we at the dillweed society host a non-exclusive movie award ceremony each year in february and if you apply to become associate you can nominate any movie you like and vote on the collective nominations it's completely free it takes two seconds just visit apply.dillweedsociety.com and we will send you all the active information you can also browse our website dillweedsociety.com and see our archive and there's a bunch of other cool stuff there email us at wsociety at gmail.com if you have any complications or questions all right that's my spiel back to the show
1: hot dog okay i'm going to recommend a movie that we saw this week which is called vengeance you can get it on streaming unlike amsterdam (laughs) it is about this guy the lead character his name's bj novak
0: supposedly he's like actors bj novak
1: Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Lead actor is P.J. Nove. I don't remember his character's name. He's, like, a New York journalist. Like, a, like he works for the New Yorker magazine. And he's mm-hmm. he's a podcaster. And, so, and he's, like, really self-absorbed and, like, very reeking of East Coast elite smarminess that you just, like, want to punch him in the face. And he's thinking he's going to do a podcast on her death because it was... She, well, they didn't quite know how she died, so that was the mystery. So it's sort of a serial-style podcast, and so he's, you know, narrating all these moments. He's staying with their family. They're quirky as all get-out, like, you know. It's a very twisty-turny s- script. So smartly written. I gotta tell you, this E.J. or B.J. Novak is, um, he was started as a writer for sitcoms, I think, like, yeah, community in the and the office and all that stuff. Anyway, he is so smart and so funny and so do you like believe insightful.
0: That um, Mindy Kaling's child is actually Bj Novick's child. Of course, because do. of course you should. Of course, if there's so much chemistry. Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. so it's always mysterious about it.
1: Yeah, and he is also great as the actor in this role and. Lots of great twists and turns. Lots of great characters. It's funny. It's There's a mystery.
2: So I listened to your podcast, You and Max. I think. Yeah. I don't know if it's your first one. The the, the Nicolas Cage oh, no movie. Way. So I listened to that thinking, I don't think I'm going to like that. Because I'm not a big Nicholas Cage fan. I like him more now. Especially after that movie. I thought it was okay. really good. Oh. No. Unbearable weight of massive, massive talent. talent. I yeah. thought that was... I watched it on the airplane, also. Yeah. And that it's is really watch. a good movie. Yeah. So he's good in it. Like, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I great. thought it was so much better than I would have thought, thought it was.
0: It's a fun time. He's a star. <laughs>
2: sure. hey, is he insulted by what
0: nah. little Bob
2: Scribner cares about? Nah. No. I don't think he cares. I think you two would get along. <laughs> maybe you
1: and Nicholas Cage yeah I, I don't yeah
2: I can't imagine that <laughs> maybe it'll
1: be like Michael Shannon and he'll invite you out to dinner <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think so but thank you oh uh, anyway that's I, I would recommend that anyway and my boys?
0: recommendation for this week I swear to God I don't like horror but it's <gasps> another horror movie it's called Pearl now I already recommended X which was amazing so I was like okay they're releasing two movies uh, that are connected in the same year, the same director, Ty West, uh, released X, which is a 70s period piece, a horror movie. You liked it? And then, I liked X, which I already recommended. Okay. And then released Pearl, which is the backstory of the villain in X. Ooh. And it is a 20s period piece. It is so much better than X, and X was already really Wait, good. Wait, 1920s? Yeah. Okay. And it <laughs> takes place in, like, the, uh, what? The 2020s. Not the
2: eighteen twenties. No, it
0: the could have been the twenty twenties. Okay. <laughs> okay. Why? is it literally hundred years. And the the villain in X, Ooh. played by Mia Goth, who's also a character in X, <gasps> different character, but also played the villain. Mia Goth is like the queen of horror right now. Oh my God. Which great name for that? Yeah, yeah. I like, <laughs> um, <laughs> That's why we and need you, Isabella. Like Mia Goth carries <laughs> what? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> big up carries pearl like s- no one's business like it is so amazing totally recommend if you liked x definitely see pearl if you even it's not even that scary i mean there's some like gruesome <gasps> parts but it's like it's very um cartoonish because it's kind of a cartoony premise totally recommend
1: okay now you've sold me and i don't like horror movies but i am gonna watch both of those
0: i would say watch pearl first okay because x is worse
1: uh, and I also just looked up Mia Goth, and do you think
0: she's scary because of the eyebrows or lack thereof? Uh, well, she sha- she bleached them for pearl. Ah. Uh, because okay. actually, I don't know if that's true, but she also has a scary face. She uh, does. Look at her. Woo. She's she does voice acting too. She's British, which is weird, right? Because she plays this like country girl. Anyway, thank you for listening to this week's Still Weed Society Film Podcast. Woo! We will catch you again. Bye!